People, ils ont posé, ils ont tout le monde. For the podcast. Let me take a minute before you smell my breath on the podcast. A rat is called a rat because a rat is an animal that does whatever it needs to do to survive, even eat its own. That's why rats are called rats. Back at again as a photoculture podcast. I go by the name Exotic Rose. I have my co-host Money Mitch, and today we have a returning guest, part of our family, Zach Tate. It's the great on, man? Zach Tate. How you doing, Tate. man? I'm doing What's well. Doing well. It's been a while, man. You've been rocking with us since day one. And, day one. Um, I see your growth too, man. So you got a, a media. Uh, page going on with your uh, what is it every Monday? Every Monday, man, Government Mondays, Facebook Live Perfect. and Zoom at uh, Musa Media on Instagram, Musa Media, and uh, of course, my Facebook page. So, we're trying to reinstitute a, reinstitute a institution of masculinity. And what is the masculine doctrine? What do single, where do single mothers go when they need to instill certain lessons on their children? How do women learn how to deal with men, become better women? So with our guests every week, of course, we address everything academically, mentally, physically, psychologically, financially, sexually, and otherwise. So we covering all the bases with our different guests covering all the different topics, you know, and uh, we're not podcasting, we just broadcasting. That's actually a good topic, though. Yeah. I never really, well, it did come across my mind, like, I feel like daughters at a certain age need their father in their life, too, because we have a lot of fathers, I mean, a lot of women or kids, girls that are fatherless, too. Nowadays. Yeah, we definitely, we have, we have definitely, there's been a generation that had, for, for various reasons, um, has failed our women. So we, we're we doing our part to re, rebuild that. Definitely. That's how do you good. feel about, uh, how do you feel about everything now? Like, do you think it's getting better or do you think it's, it's the same? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you think uh, there's more fathers doing their part nowadays? Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that the narrative in the media is not being told a certain way, but you know, I had a conversation recently that everybody in my clique, personally, personally, um, I don't know your, your your rules on profanity on this or not. So you, you guys got to let okay. me know. Do I have to censor myself or not? You're fine. So, all right. So I don't fuck with deadbeat dads, period. If you are a male in my circumference and I know you don't take care of your kids, or I even hear you say a snide remark about taking care of your kids, or I hear that you beef about child support, or I don't even, you can't even get no rap from me no more. So I was having a conversation that my whole team, now I'm part of a brotherhood, we like 1400 deep. And None of us had a father in the house. Most most of us didn't have an active father in the house. Right? And all of us take care of our children or we're raising our children in the household and things of that nature. But media coverage is not news. And I don't think it should be. I, I don't know if you should get props for what you're supposed to do. I do, yeah. I know that exactly. on, on my postings, on my page, I go hard after deadbeats. Hard, hard. Especially, especially rappers or dudes that be flossing and they'll spend a hundred thousand on the chain, but they don't take care of their kids. You know what I mean? For me, you know, if I if I was the leader of the world, I'll be lynching them. Personally. You know, that's how I that's how strong I am about when you abandon a family, man, that, that family institution, your life goes in a whole different direction when you have leadership, man. Exactly. You yeah, know, I couldn't even, um, I, go ahead, Clark. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying, man. I don't mess with any deadbeat dad. Anybody who like just doesn't take care of their kids, because I I look at it like, man, look how defenseless they are. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, man, like how can they even think to not even want to see their child or take care of their child? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I have my my daughter. You know, she's three. Like I'm just seeing her. Like you know what I'm saying? She depends on me. She calls my name. She asks for me. You know what I'm saying? When she's with her mother. You know, she st still calls for me. You know what I'm saying? And just to know that somebody can just turn their back. They don't even know that. You know, they say, you know, it's like you can't you can't miss what you don't know or what you what you don't what you never had. But that doesn't yeah. make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't the make only, sense. The only the only close to a break I would give somebody is if he was smashing a jump off and she got pregnant and he Vehemently expressed to her that I'm not prepared to do this. And she said and took it upon herself that I'm doing this whether you like it or not. Them and side chicks, when side chicks get pregnant from the husband, you know what I mean? And they like, I'm keeping this, I don't care what you say. I can yeah. understand, I can understand, I can rationalize to a degree why a man will avoid having contact with the mother of that child do you think it's only a woman's choice because you know women like when they when you say that they'd be like this is my body this is my choice right and what i what i say to women like that is don't be mad when you got a pattern of picking losers to have your kids because mm. a lot of women be bashing men like you know men is not right and men is not up to par and men is not this and bash 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 because of their own disappointment, right? It's not our fault that you had a consecutive rate of picking losers for all three. All three of your baby daddies is losers. At some point, you got to start looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's her body. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. However, if you have any type of mindset towards success and having a mindset towards what will serve you best in the future, it is very, very advisable that you do not have children for people who not only can't raise children, but can't raise you. The meter of why a woman should have a baby for a man is that man can raise her. When that man can raise her, because there's, there's a lot of husbands who's just lamed out. And what I mean by that is the woman wants to be led. I don't care who she is. I don't care who she is. She wants to be led. And she wants a man who is going to demonstrate he's worthy to be her leader. Right? However, many women settle for someone who will keep them company for a lifetime. Right? And they have children or what have you. But at the end of the day, it is his job to be able to raise her up and his children up. Because if I, me, if I do the knowledge and give it to my woman and, and give the wisdom to my woman, she gives it to my children and we all have a great understanding. So every time I teach her, she's gonna teach my children. So you that disagree with Kanye West? So what did the ultra rich bug out say this time? I don't know. You gotta fill me in. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he don't agree with abortion. He said we should all keep our kids. Like he don't agree with abortion. Right. And what I say, like, to you don't understand all them clowns that say that. I say, show me how many kids you adopted. Because mm. you just talking. You're a bozo with a lot of money, and nobody could call you bozo because they all on the payroll. So, and, and you're invincible, you're invincible because when you get mad for being a bozo, you go buy a Lamborghini truck or something to soothe yourself and, and, and your, your level of self-deception is so raw and uncut that nobody could say, yo, Kanye. So let me say it for you, yo, Kanye, you're a bozo. You and Floyd Mayweather and a lot of bunch of these bozos. You know what I find funny is, uh, I'm gonna listen to every Kanye album, 
But when you do bozo shit, I'm I'm gonna let you know you a bozo. Just like I want somebody to put the red nose on me when I do something out of pocket. No, give me yeah, dark. What I find day. funny. Yeah. What yeah. I find funny is uh if uh another person does say or do anything they do, it's like they give Kanye a pass for certain things, like certain celebrities. Oh no, it's just Kanye. He's just a creative. He's just in a different world. He's like ten years ahead of everybody. And no, no, let someone else say it. That's not in his level. That's lower than that person. They bashing him. Right, but let me let me teach you something about that. We spoke about this before in your podcast. Um, if you go back to ancient history, right, there were kings and there were lords, right? The lords were under the kings, right? What made a king a king, to your understanding? Both of you understand. What made a king a king? I mean... Conquering power over the someone? King, the, king, the, king, the king had... Uh, I mean, I know he instilled fear. But, uh, fear I mean, and he was a leader. You had to be a leader, too. No, nah, to be nah. a leader. None of that is true. They're supposed nah. to be, but... Nah, but, some... Do, do you know there were kings that were infants? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. So the kings basically were the ones who had the wealth over that sovereignty, that area. Right. True. True. So the individuals that come out of poverty from the black community and they become hundreds of millionaires or close to billionaires, they become our kings to a degree. And we treat them as such because either you getting employed by them or they link to other kings who influences the culture. So they get a pass simply for the reason why they rich. And we are so ignorant, just like ancient history, the paupers and poor people couldn't go to school. They couldn't be educated. That was only for people who were rulers, right? That's why we have subpar education now and Ivy League education. Ivy League is for the rulers, subpar is for the workers. Right? So now, here it is with those same dynamics today, we have Jay-Z is a king, Kanye is a king, uh, Floyd Mayweather is a king, 50 Cent is a king. These dudes is kings. But who, who is they, they big homie or they OG or somebody that's checking them and saying, yo, man, that was stupid. Aside from somebody like, you know, Damon Dash, who we dismissed based on him being so pure and direct, they call him insulting or offensive because he's so raw with it. But aside from that, who's going to call these dudes bozos when they being bozos? They get passes because they wealthy. Yeah, I was about to say, they made it have, they probably have someone checked them in the beginning. But now, when they get to a certain point and level in their career or life, there's nobody really checking them. Well, who who can you listen to when you live such a lonely life? Yeah. This dude is lonely, You think Jay-Z bro. live a lonely life? Lonely. You, you see how fat and busted my homie got? My homie yeah, got himself going, man. I saw that, too. I was looking you at just, that, man. I'm not going to lie. I was I'm like, dying man. to see him. I'm dying to see him so I can say, yo, you just straight old busted status. You just... Resolve, yo, man, bring that swagger <laughs> back, man. You wilding right now. He's just, <laughs> he just ready for grandkids right now. He just wild. But let me let me be clear. Everybody has the right to live their own life. But as your homie, as your fan, and as a person that purchases your your product to make you wealthy, I got a right to criticize. That's true. Because I got a sense mm -hmm. of loyalty to you. So if I'm loyal to, to you, you need to recognize me in some form or fashion besides just taking my paper. You know, I feel and I feel like you're you're like the opinion behind that too, and how they take it, the other and how they take it towards the people that support them, that should that should expose who they really are, if they're really good or really bad, how they take that criticism. That's right. how I, you know. Like, cause if they take it bad, then you're like, oh, wait a minute, hold on, like, you know. But but right. like you said, like the 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 poor minded people, they're not, they're just gonna, they might still just be like, no, we're sticking to it, we're sticking to Kanye right. and Jay Z, we don't care. And right. but I, yeah, 
But even even if you put guys like me on a national platform, right? And we could criticize the individual to their face or indirectly, right? Because I'm not insulting them. I'm critiquing their mindset and behavior, right? And then I can provide the lessons of why what you're doing is impacting so many people, right? So now, if we made that cool, do you know how many rap beats will will be quelled like that? When we make when we make listening to older dudes cool again, people gonna stop dying from gunfire in the hood. Dudes gonna stop going to jail at a rapid rate over nonsense. Because we can simply say, you beefing over a girl, you beefing over money. It's neat. It has nothing to do with the money or the girl. Check your ego. Stop being sensitive. Yeah, y'all a bunch of sensitive thugs with guns. <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. As a grown man, I can look back and say you was a little sensitive clown. But you, you, who gonna tell me that when I'm rich? Who was there to tell me that? And I'm, I was extremely violent. So how you gonna tell me? I'm, I'm being a clown or I'm stupid. Who gonna tell Suge Knight he's stupid? <laughs> That's true. Who gonna, tell Little Wayne, who gonna tell Little Wayne, Bozo, how you get caught with a gun twice? Yeah. You rich. It's a dude in Magnolia Projects that you can say, come here. Your job is to be a holster. You keep this gun on you at all times. I give you $1,000 a week. That's more than this kid will ever see in his entire life. He will gladly be a holster for you. Mm-hmm. How is it that you got on a private jet with a gun when 15 years ago you did time or 10 years ago you get time for a gun on a tour bus? How do you make the same mistake twice as rich as you are? Leave the lean alone. Leave the, the marijuana alone. Who can tell him that? Help me, help me understand. Who can tell Little Wayne that? Now you're getting ready to go to federal prison after you how do you how do you worth over a million dollars and go to prison? I don't understand. How you get rich and then go to prison? How you get rich and then become blood and crib? I don't understand it. I don't it, it, <laughs> We did those things to be rich, <laughs> right? We did those things to be protected, to be buffered, to gain wealth, right? That's why we did those things. Now, after you reach that, you're buffered. I'm away. You live in a Hollywood Hills somewhere. Shake Life was worth hundreds of millions at one time. How you keep going to prison? Mm-hmm. So who can tell Shug, yo, you're a bozo, somebody that's not afraid? Somebody ain't getting a check. I'll take the job. They on me. You're bozo. Don't get the day every day. You sitting in jail with a hundred million. First of all, if I get eight million, I'm not even supposed to be allowed to go to jail. My homie's supposed to say that gun is mine. Mm. Homie, cut that check for a million. When I get out, have a million dollars for me. That's yeah, my homie. I didn't understand that. I, I didn't understand it. that part because he's the. He's the one making money out of that whole crew. You know, everybody have uh, uh what are they called? Uh, the people that's always around people and they're spending money. What are those called? Uh, uh you mean the boy? entourage. Oh, oh entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every celebrity, players, whatever, have entourage that are just sitting there eating up the person's money. What is the entourage? You telling me not one to me, it's just a group <laughs> of people. <laughs> Some of them are not your friends, they're just with you, just they're just there for the ride. Just, yeah, the, yeah, for they, the ride. They the dick riders that don't tell you you wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because they you're paying them or yeah. <laughs> they want they the they lap wanna... dances, lap dances that <laughs> the bobbleheaded lap dances that when you come around and you say, yo, homie, you wrong. They telling him, nah, you need to stop messing with him. You don't need him around you. He don't know what he's talking about. This, that, another, just for the light. You know how many dudes go on tour with rappers and don't get paid? They spend their own money. Yeah, because they just want to go around for the ride. Just for the ride. 
Yeah. And that's when you hear, oh, so-and-so got in the incident, and that'd be the first guy testifying right there. Oh, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't me. It was him. He was... He was <laughs> it's, 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 it's somewhat, we're not making listen to OGs cool, bro. We're not doing it. That's so true. What's your I thoughts was... on... Um, um, my bad, Clark. Uh, Casanova. No, I was saying, yo, you, you were in the middle of something. No, I, no that's very true, man. I, I was watching... Uh, I don't know if you know who Hassan Campbell is. But I was watching no. him and you oh you heard of him? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just talks about like Hassan a lot. He Campbell? grew up in New York. He's uh well, I I would say probably in his like mid forties, maybe early, you know, he he did time in Rikers and all that. And he talks about that, like how the OGs are getting locked, we're locked up now, and now everybody's running rampant. Like everybody's going nuts, especially the young kids, and they're not listening to the older heads, you know, that know that have experience and know how to handle those situations and it's just anything goes now you know and it's just causing yeah. and the thing no guidance the, yeah and the thing the, the crazy thing is what i think what rose were we talking about this i this is the only rap like hip-hop well it's just i just call it rap it's not even hip-hop anymore it's just like right. this rap right but um but um you don't think it's hip-hop anymore no it's nah, not, not. hip-hop nah, they not. can't even freestyle man they, they nah. do who's kidding nah. <laughs> yeah but um yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't want to lose my train of thought. But um, the, the hip hop or rap now, like they they're the only ones that have beef. Like the hit, like the, the you see you see all these heavy metal rock stars. They have beefs too. But you don't hear about people dying in reggaeton artists. Like if you look at if you look at um, what's the recent documentary I was watching, uh, El Ganador with Nicky Jam. Yo, you should see the stuff that he went through, man. The dude had shootouts, all type of stuff, but. You know what I'm saying? But not within the artists, actual artists, they take care of their stuff and be, be, they're like men. They come and talk to each other and you never hear about them killing each other. You know what I'm saying? At least, I don't want to say not yet, but you don't hear about this in other genres. It's like, man, like, you know, it's crazy. Why is it only rap, you know? I got the answer if you want the answer why. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was I wanted to, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> go ahead. So, the black man in America grows up with a different level of frustration. From the moment that he is free to roam on his own, he's a target and he is subjugated to either harassment, he's subjected to violence, he's subjected to being overlooked for employment opportunities. His woman is not gonna rate him a certain way unless he makes a certain level of money. So he has multiple frustrations because an unrealistic expectation is set for him to live out. Meanwhile, the tools that's necessary to live out those expectations is never given to us, right? So we, we, we go with a level of frustration. Then when we obtain wealth, the black elite never make themselves known how we function with the wealth. Oprah does not have wealth conventions or or Oprah Winfrey production dinners to sit all the new, right? Tyler Perry, to my understanding, I've never heard him say, I'm inviting all the ballers, legitimate ballers, right? I'm, let me stop using the word ballers. I'm inviting the black elite Tyler Perry studios for a discussion about black wealth and the message that we sent and how we conduct ourselves, right? That's why Bill Cosby's in prison. Because Bill Cosby showed you this is how you transition. This is a family structure. This is the family values. When you take these family values, this is how we deal with conflict resolution in the household. He taught us all those things in this show. Right? Hey, people so say, though... I remember. So now people you, say the rappers... Uh, sorry for cutting you off, but... um. The rappers uh, from the past interviews I've been watching saying that he was he was a jackass and Ooh. they're like he deserved what he got. Rappers yeah, they, in the industry. Yeah, because they angry because Bill started looking down on us, right? And nobody he didn't like hip hop. No, he didn't like all right. So let me say this. Let's let, let's be very clear about something, right? I'm out of the generation that took hip hop to the next level to make people wealthy. Right? That's my generation, right? And I'm telling you, hip hop might be the most destructive 
institution for black people. But once you associate drums that speak to our spirit, our tribal ancestral DNA, mm. we ignore the message and we get caught up in the drums because that's where we come from. That's what we invented. That was our form of communication, drums, right? So now is the only music, only music that's tolerated that we could talk about killing each other every single day. The only music we could talk about de defiling our women. Now it's gotten to the point where they talk about running off on the plug. They just really out of control, right? The only music that's talking about self-destruction of an entire group of people. So for Bill to point that out and say, yo, y'all dudes is bugging out. The, the, the use of the N-word for, for Bill's generation, that was the worst thing you could be called. Now he was trying, him and people like him was trying to prevent what the world is coming to now. 142 dudes getting shot in Philly in a month. Come on, bro. It ain't that much money going around that y'all warring over money, but the music is fueling you every day. This is what you listen to. Kill, 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 kill. Glock, uh, 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 Draco, Extendo. This is the only music that gets rewarded for helping you destroy yourself. You gotta peep that, man. You gotta peep that, especially when years ago the executives we're not from the culture. None of them are. Mm, yeah, Still yeah. to this day. So what did that say? They actively said then, if you, if you believe that to be a fact, which it is, right? Then they're actively saying, let the niggas kill themselves. We get a lot of money off of this. So Bill is saying, yo, y'all headed for destruction with this music. I don't like this. This is destruction. It's not even music. That's how Bill is looking at it. And why shouldn't he? Look what he was raised. He don't know how to say, I'm going to let these young people be young people. Like, for instance, and I'm going to get to Casanova right now. For instance, oh. right? In my generation, if a dude got on TV and said, I spent 2000 for wigs in different colors. And I pay my stylist to make me wigs in different colors after I just snitched on a whole group of killers and put them in jail, right? So many dudes from my generation just for the rep would have been trying to kill Takashi 6 ix 9 There's no way he could have stepped out of his house. His girl would be dragged, cut in her face, beat anybody associating with him would have been hurt, right? But for the OGs, we got to look and say, that's this generation. You got to let them have their time. Got to let them have their experiences. Is it right? Is it wrong? It's up to the individuals to decide, right? So now, bringing it back to your question before you got cut off, Rose, what I think about Casanova. Here's my thoughts on that. You got a kid that's clearly has an identity crisis, right? He starts claiming a gang to be more masculine because it's clear that he's feminine when he keeps putting wigs on. When you- <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. Hold on, for real? Come on. You paint your nails, you put wigs on, and you try to attach your face to different colors and all that because like a woman, you have to Make up yourself, make up yourself to appear more pleasing because you're not content with the way you are right now, right? So you, you put on wigs. He told the world, I wear wigs, right? He wears wigs in different colors. He joins a gang to say, look, I'm masculine. So that's what you call hyper-masculinity now. Now I got to overindulge in masculinity, right? Um, what was the name of the clip? Just to be clear, um, Clark, he's talking about six nine, not Casanova. 
Oh, oh, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, Clark thought you was talking about Casanova. No, oh, my no, bad. No. My... Casanova, no way. Yeah, I was like, no. Nah, Casanova <laughs> super thug, man. Yeah. So, 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 so yeah. Just to be clear, is. just to be clear. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's. I thought that was obvious. My bad. So now, you go, and you tell, on a whole group of people, right? Yeah. To the FBI. They don't give you eight years like they do other people who all cooperate. They let you come home. Is it a coincidence that you was beefing with 6ix9ine and wanted him dead, and now he got a federal case when you a deputy of the FBI? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Now, did Casanova help himself and get in that situation? I doubt it. But when you understand federal conspiracy laws, they can say anything about any one of us. And the way they're going to play Casanova out is this. The only way Casanova could walk scot-free, this is how they're going to stack the evidence, right? Because the dick riders in the entourage is going to say whatever they need to say to get out because they don't have no legal money. They don't have a way to fight a case because they're not getting paid for being in the entourage. See how it all ties in together, right? It's for the culture. It's all tied in together. So now, here it is, this individual and Casanova team, dudes is going to fold and lie on him. Now, what the public doesn't realize is once you are a convicted felon and you decide to testify in your own defense, the prosecutor can attack your character and bring all your past criminal charges up. In that case, which is called tainting the jury. You start telling the jury, this is why everything he's saying is a lie. He shot this person on this day. He killed this person on this day. He sold drugs. He did. He's going to say anything to get out of the situation. Don't believe him. And the jurors, this is the action. This is the average juror in a long trial. Huh? Huh? What? Yeah, guilty. That's what y'all want to do? I'll do it. Guilty. They like this the whole time. Rumbling. I, want, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Get me out of here. No, you're going to sit here for the next eight weeks. You're going to lose pay. You're going to lose family time. And you're going to sleep half the time while you're sitting in that jury box. And at the end, they're going to say, well, he was a criminal. I didn't know he did all these things. He must, he must be guilty or they wouldn't have arrested him. It's the FBI. Got a 97% conviction rate. So right now, the only thing Casanova could do is get to the bottom of this. Where did these, what did this stem from? How to see who's testifying against him and to find out how to cop out to probably five or eight years. Because he's not gonna cooperate. They said that they found evidence in past interviews, and people are blaming DJ Vlad for interviews that he did with Casanova where I guess he incriminated himself or whatever the case is. And people are like, flat is the police, he's the FBI. And I'm like, you can't blame oh. somebody for asking a question and you answering them. Uh, Vlad, they, Vlad is just getting a bad name because Vlad eat, ate off the culture as a white boy, right? Yeah. And you got, and you got some dudes that's salty that they didn't, they, they weren't creative enough to eat off the culture the way Vlad did. That's all that is, right? Yeah. And then this this is nothing new. Years ago, when we was kids, they used to try to prosecute rappers based on their lyrics. If it were not for the censorship rules in the Supreme Court of the United States of America saying that you cannot use those lyrics, it's art expression, it's fictitious. Is the, is the equivalent of taking an actor, um, who's the dude that played John, John, John Wick, Keanu Reeves, right? Is the equivalent of taking Keanu Reeves and charging him for murder and saying, you are a murderer because look what you did in the movies. True. That, that, and then 
putting it in front of the jury and saying, look how he used the gun and look how he fought. And look, they forget this is all stage. This is somebody going action. These people are not really dying. These are actors acting like they're dying, right? But they take the movie, right? Because in 10 years, this is what they're going to try to do to black dudes too. They're going to say, look how he moved in the movie. Look how he could easily do this in real life. <laughs> right? So when you hear of Ochoa, OJ, Oh, right. Well, OJ is different. OJ was found not guilty in the judicial system. So he is technically. Yeah, but what they try to use, what they try to use, he's capable to do that because he, he's an athlete and his strength Correct. and all this. Correct. Because whatever they, whatever they need, dirty tricks they need to use to convict you, they're going to use it. Because we don't know the law. We don't know nothing about the law. All we know is partying bullshit as a rapper or as an entertainer. So when they come for you, you're surprised how Cousin Boo Boo, here's an example, and I'm not going to go too deep. I'm going to go in and I'm going to go out, right? R. Kelly's scumbag brother gets on the making of R. Kelly and drags R. Kelly character down in the mud, right? But how many Rolls Royces and Bentley this fool was crashing? How much R. Kelly money he was just spending on his own, run, running rampant, spending R. Kelly money up. If you ain't close to the R. Kelly cam, you don't realize why this fool got a motive to be dragging his brother because he don't want to face the facts that he's been a parasite his whole life and he done spent up a, more than a million dollars of his brother's money when he didn't have the right to do that. He didn't have the okay to do it. He wasn't cool with doing it. He was a thief stealing it acting like he was his brother, living vicariously through his brother. Now his brother cuts him off, right? Rightfully so. If you just spending up my money, trashing up my cars, smashing my chicks, doing all that, everything against me, you're not showing how you with me, right? And I cut you off. You're not allowed to go on tour no more. You're not in the entourage no more. Now the brother has no identity. So he mad. He in the hood, broke, with no identity, can't go do nothing productive himself. He's not creative. So he becomes the ultimate hater because he knows R. Kelly the best. What does he do? Get on TV, on the show, with a motive, and drag his brother down. Same thing. So when you look at dudes like Casanova, you look at dudes that's getting locked up, there's always going to be that guy on the standpoint saying, yeah, he did this. He did that, and it'd be a straight lies, but they take a deal. They don't care. They're going to say what they're going to A rat is called a rat because a rat is an animal that does whatever it needs to do to survive, even eat its own. That's why rats are called rats. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, yeah, I, I think Vlad has um, something to do with something good. Like, because he said something in the interview <laughs> with, no, 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 it's for real, for real. Because I, I know, like, certain things, like, he doesn't have to say he's the feds or anything, because he's not, but he can be an accomplice that's undercover. I forgot what they call him, because I know somebody who's a private investigator, so. Confidential informant? Confidential informant, but there's another thing that they do where they can get paid. They get paid for that, of course. Um, yeah. Like, See, Leah, like. Confidential informant. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. said something, and I think it was the little baby interview. And little baby was like, because you know, little baby's he's he got he's smart. He thinks a lot, and you he was like, why? wait a minute, how do how do you know that? You know why? Yeah. Why? Wait. Oh, you mean like why? How does he know stuff? No. Why is little baby so smart and so sharp and so well disciplined? I mean. I Maybe don't the OGs know his or people background like that. He, I think he listens to the OGs. He grew yeah. up with his father, who okay. was an OG. Had to be, yeah. Hard-working because... man. His father just died last year. Oh. Father and him had a strong relationship. His father was an active participant in his entire life. His father <laughs> came from the street, cleaned himself up, and raised his sons which goes back to our original conversation of how is a whole different flex when your father's in the household with you. That's true. So when you look at Will Smith, when you look at Little Baby, when you look at certain dudes, 50 Cent, Grandfather, when you look at 
certain dudes on how they move and the discipline they have and the impacts their fathers have on them. You see this. So you're saying that little baby caught the attempted trap that Vlad was throwing at him. Yeah, because he said something that no one was supposed to know about what happened when he went to prison or I think it was jail or prison. But right. when he went in, something happened. There was an altercation. Right. But there was something that it wasn't recorded. So how does he, how do they know? How does he know? You know, there was some other instances too. And he was like, and he paused, he waited and he didn't know, DJ Vlad didn't know kind of what to say after that. Because during, during Lil Baby's interviews, like I noticed his interviews, the dude, was, he's sharp. Like you said, you know, he had his father, but that guy's sharp. You know what I'm saying? He's not just one of these other rappers out here. So like, you know, he, he is sharp. He does have lyrics. Like as being a new artist, he, Newer artist, he has good lyrics. But yeah, I, that's why I think DJ Vlad is in, he's in something. He's doing Well, let me something. just say this. I, I cannot let you say certain things without correcting or, or giving yeah. my input on it, right? Because we influencing thousands of people, right? Yeah. And I want you to know that every arrest is what's called part of a public record. Yeah. Right? You could go down to any courthouse and do what's called a Freedom of Information Law Act, right? It's called Freedom of Information. It's called a FOIA request, right? Yeah, I was all about to say that's called FOIA, yeah. All you have to do is go to the go to the courthouse and say, what's his name? Okay, Rosé, yeah. I need all the information you have on Rosé. And they'll punch it up. Or the case, Rosé versus uh, the state of Florida. You go... And you can punch up, you get all the information. Next thing, most of our prisons is compiled with only three to five communities. You heard what I said? Three to five communities, yeah. So it's composed of three, yeah. I'm listening. Right? So that means your, your older brother and my little brother is gonna be doing the same time because we from the same hood in the same communities, right? So when you look at the whole system, the whole state system, and you get inside, yo, where you from? I'm from over there. Where you from? From over there. Where you from? From over there. Where you from? From over there. The high crime neighborhoods, right? The high crime neighborhoods fill the prison system. So let's say you had an incident in prison. You got a thousand people, literally 1,000 living under the same roof, literally 1,000. I'm not exaggerating. Right, and that's a small prison, right? Or jail. Jail is before you got a conviction, right? And we compiled the five neighborhoods from the same state, right? Same city a lot of yeah. the time, right? Now you get into an altercation. I'm right there when you get into the altercation. You know what's gonna happen? If you got a name for yourself, if you are high ranking street dude, whatever. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. One dude is going to tell the dude, yo, this what happened. That dude going to get on his phone, yo, your man, so-and-so, to his girl. His girl is going to tell. You can tell a lie. You can tell a phone. If you can tell a black person, it's going to spread like wildfire. It's literally like the shade room but on the low. Like, everybody's going to hear about it. So how hard is it for somebody that's in hip hop like Vlad to know people who know people who know people to tell what happened? Oh, you getting ready to introduce little baby? Yeah, I know him. I, I know his little cousin. So, so yeah, when he's locked up, you know this happened. So yeah. I'm not gonna say Vlad is or isn't a rat or part of the FBI. I never met the guy. I don't know nothing. I don't know anything about DJ Vlad except for watching his interviews. So I cannot assassinate his character yeah. or vouch for him having an upstanding character. I just want to and you got to think of this the in mind with the conspiracy Clark. theories of how information gets disseminated. That's all I want. The way the way he Clark, you got to think about it like this too, though, Clark. You got to think about okay. this too. All the ATL interviews rappers he did in the past, you don't think they all ATL's connected? Like they all no, chill with each other. You don't think there. you. You don't think little baby told one of Young Thug or somebody about that story before, and then Vlad is close with one of them, and he they're like, "Oh, bring this up." Easy, but 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 that's the thing. Like, if if y'all study him, bro, like, have you ever watched 
like what first forty eight, and I it sounds stupid when you when I say it. you look at the type Yo, of Clark, shout out. No, no, listen to the questions that he's asking, bro. But people don't question his questions because everybody wants to know the answer, so they're not going to question DJ Vlad's questions. But the way he asks the questions and what he says, why are you going so? He doesn't ask questions like how we do it, or like even the Breakfast Club, or even. Even uh, drink champs, like when I watch drink champs and stuff. No, like, bro, the way he asks questions, he sounds like somebody who's trained to ask certain questions. Like, oh, and that, like if somebody says, oh, okay, so for instance, every time somebody says, oh, I used to be hustling, I used to be on the block, this and that, on, on like when they're when they're when he has an artist on there, he asks, oh, what age were you? Why? Because of the statute limitation, bro. This dude. People are not, that's why I'm thinking, why is he asking what age that person is doing it at? Because of the statute of limitation. He's trying to get them to fess up and catch themselves. Bro, that's why I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, DJ Vlad is on a different yeah, level. But you're, and I'm questioning the question. No, he is. He is Bro, on a different would, level, but you got to realize. But look, 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 you got to think about this. People are not going to appreciate Vlad until, like, 20, 30 years later. Well, Vlad's goal is that he even says in an interview is to yeah. record history, hip-hop history, tape everything. You already see movies are already starting to use him. The police, F FBI's are starting to use him too. What he's doing and what his goal is, is to create a legacy so when he's gone, it continues. Yeah, but I, I must, say that, I must yeah. say that Clark did point out something because let's say, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, I just want to say that people need to be more careful because he'll say things like, it, it, it had never occurred to me till Clark said it, right? He'll say things like, so how much weight were you moving? Yeah, yeah. And when you broke that yeah, down... Yeah, but why, why would you answer that, though? When you break that down, how much did that equate to? And what was the street value of that? I don't understand why that's necessary. I never thought of it until Clark said it, right? Yeah, yeah. But generally, most people that he interview. The statute limited, they've already been convicted and served their time for those things. Yeah. But it is a good observation of why he goes in like that. That's good. So I'm glad you say that. So when he interviews me, I know what to do now. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> direct it. You got to direct it. You got oh, to direct got, it. Got you on yeah, I gotta, you got I gotta, to direct it. Yeah. I got to I'm not going to lie. He's, he's very calculated and he's so experienced with it where to the point where you kind of feel so feel bad for some of these rappers that go in they, when they fresh new and certain people because he'll set you up like a layup, like he's about to pass it and then lay it up, get you warmed up, get you all cousinly, and then hit you <laughs> with that question. And then you think that you're talking amongst amongst friends or something, and then you forget the camera's being recorded. That's what everybody yeah. does. <laughs> everybody does. Everybody does. And if you drink, oh. if you you drunk or you high on top of that, it's not a good look. Yeah. So I gotta give it. I gotta give it to him. He knows what he's doing. He's very calculated. Yes, yes, he's calculated. Very much so. Very much. So. Um, did you before we wrap it up, um, Zach? Um, did you did you hear that video where I sent you where about? Um, I wanted to touch on this where Meek Mills was talking about academics. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm familiar with that. And um, once again, I don't know academics personally. But I do not approve of a lot of ways that he moved simply because I'm from a different code of ethics in the culture. Uh -huh. So talking from an OG's perspective, like what I don't like about the younger generation is they have misguided anger and violence. Right? And I know a person like academic. Academics is a sucker. There's a lot of rich suckers, though, right? So a good way to check a sucker is oftentimes with some form of discipline. I'm not saying death. I'm just saying if, if, if academics know he can get punched in the face every time he do some foul shit, he'll stop doing it. Trust me he would stop doing it. And I completely agree before the Meat Mill interview, 
that these dudes for the culture, they are like pariahs. They are like, like viruses, man, because they incite beefs. They incite beefs. They know the education and evaluation level of individuals that's consumed in hip hop is not that high. And they dudes like academics, Joe Button, to a degree, he do some little things too. Like where you place people against each other. And because, you know, when I was watching, I was saying that people don't realize how much as a culture and as a gender. Now, now peep this real closely. Historically, we always had a way to express our aggression. Either by going to war, boxing, karate school, fights, gangs that fought with their hands. All the way back in the beginning of the time, we had to hunt. Right? Now we come to the modern era. We got a whole group of kids that's growing up on video games. Many of them are violent video games. Right? When do you ever get to burn off your physical aggression and testosterone, right? So if you're not burning it off, that's why, you know, a lot of y'all are super hypersexual, right? Because you don't get to burn off the testosterone like you would have 30 years ago. Every day, 30 years ago, every day you would have been a ballpark, balling, throwing a football, running, being more active, right? You burning off that, that testosterone. So now, here you are, a rapper. You got all this pent-up testosterone. And you got money. So that means you got a bunch of yes-men around you that's not going to tell you, like we said earlier, that you 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 thinking like a bozo. You're about to throw your whole rap career away to go shoot somebody. You bugging. Because he offended you or said something on Twitter and it started from there or a parking space or a girl or whatever. So now you got to do like academics who stirs the pot. So his trolling makes him more valuable. He's literally like a gossip columnist in a way. And that ain't cool. It ain't cool for the state of black testosterone, black masculinity, black violence, black culture, or like we said, we can't say hip hop for rap music because it's the only hypersexuality, hypertestosterone music that's out there. Did you agree with academics when he responded to Meat Mills when he was talking about, but your music is talking about this and that? I don't and care. That's my, music is, my music is art. My music is reported on what I see. You a reporter you could, is a way that you can report it. The same thing with Wendy Williams. It's a way that you can report it. But the other people who cut the checks always reward the person that helps destroy his own people. You name anybody that got a platform from gossip. Anybody that got a platform from gossip, it was towards destroying the own people. The only person who perfected it and twisted it around and flipped the whole game on them was Charlemagne the God. Why? Because Charlemagne know that anytime he got out of pocket and he went downstairs a hot 96, Boons <laughs> was waiting on him. Yeah. <laughs> they were chasing him. You remember that? Yeah, he learned that lesson quick. Little Kim sent them after. <laughs> he, learned that, he learned that lesson quick. Let me yeah. check myself real quick. I ain't never heard of academics getting chased or gun butted or tied up or because that's when he's going to learn that, damn, the approval of these white folks is not that important. Let me just let me just be a journalist and just speak the truth or the facts. Let me stop twisting it so I could get more high. It's like clickbait. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to throw something out there to get everybody to come to your attention, and then you get hype about it, and you be like, look, people still like me, like Takashi. 
know what I mean? People yeah. still like me. What I did wasn't all that bad because look, people still like me. They, so it's the, a funny dynamic. Yeah, no, I I know I see what you're saying with DJ academics too. Like the thing, the thing with me, like to me is like I know he wants to pass prison reform and jail reform and and all of that to help our black people get out of prison. But then he's like still talking about the negativity. Of course, I know you said it's art, right? But then it's like, why keep talking about that? And then you still want to get, you know, get these people out of prison. And then now you, you're you're supposed to be working with these billionaires, you know, and come up with this stuff because they have ties to pol politics and so forth. But then they're going to go back and look at his recent music that's coming out. And it's still the same stuff over and over. And then he's not going to be taken seriously. So, that, I mean, that's how that's how I felt. But I see what you're saying. Like, it's an art form and, you know, it should change. But then you have like guys out there that, that are doing stuff in the community, like who changed their life, like Waka Flocka. He was doing some crazy stuff. He was he was basically Gucci man's goon. So he was doing because I used to live in Atlanta. You would hear stories about this guy, too. And he changed up. He switched up. He's out of the rap game. And he's actually showing people how to invest. He has his own gas station. He has all type of stuff. And let me ask you a question. Though. Yeah. Hmm? You create a formula. You broke. Right. Let's mm. say you, I don't know how broke you ever been, but let's say you've been super broke, right? Yeah. You create a formula. And that formula, like, works, right? Yeah. And you become a millionaire, right? Well, well, what do you think you can do, either of you? How much do you think you can do with a million dollars? I mean, myself, I know what I can do with it, to be honest. I mean, not let's, everybody has the same let me, knowledge. Let me help you out for the sake of time. Do you think you can do yeah. a lot or a little with a million dollars? I could do a lot. Rose, you? Yeah, I think I could do I, I Yeah, I know I could do a lot with it. Um, But if you right. ask, um, I heard, if you ask a rich person that, they'd be like, if you, a million dollars not really... All right, fine. Like, I can get burnt out real quick. Right, so now... Let's say I ask you, do you think you could do a lot or a little with $10 million? You can do a lot. <laughs> right? A lot so more. Now, so now that same formula now, your aim is a million. That same formula makes you 50 million. Mm -hmm. And puts you in a company of billionaires. Your phone is filled with billionaires. Why would Meek Mill want to change up that formula now? Because if he makes 50 to spend 10 on community activism, right? Yeah. It takes you back to the original question. Do I do what I can do to make more money so I can help more people? Or do I stop doing what I'm doing and end up helping less people? It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And for me to tell me, stop flying private, stop living the life you're living, because you're just talking different, because Waka Flocka would gladly go back to being that going if he knew he was going to end up with 100 million and shit. He just switched it up. Mace Murder, the rapper Mace Murder, hey. would gladly say, I was bugging when I told myself I'm going back to Christ. Give me a shiny suit right now. Please, somebody send give me a shiny suit. Because it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds great. But when it comes to the impact it have on you personally, on your family, we live in a mansion to go live in 2,000 square feet because you want to save the people? Nah, homie. You better off doing what Jay-Z do. Make 100 million and spend 20, get 20 back to the people. And write off another twenty. Yeah. Let's do that, because the average man can sit back, especially nice. a broke person, will easily say, "All oh, these dudes is rich. What they need to be doing, this, that, and, that, and you ain't doing shit with the little bit that you got. You want me to give up all that I got so I can end up like you, just mad and talking about what I should be doing? Nah, that's not the way it works. 
when I create a formula, this is what's happening. I'm telling you right now, I'm 50 years old. I'm going to the studio next couple of weeks. I'm gonna put out a rap record. I'm gonna pick, I'm telling you right here, I'm gonna pick some stupid, something real stupid, not ignorant. Not ignorant, right? The name of the EP is Old Man New Money, right? And I'm gonna I'm pick a, a stupid topic and put a record out. If I make a couple, if I make a couple hundred thousand, I don't have to be employed by nobody no more. That gives me the opportunity to express myself freely. The whole world will say, why is a 50-year-old man trying to make a rap record? He's stupid. But if the formula works, you want me to start talking about um, Black Lives Matters and this, no, no, don't, don't ask, shut up. Cause you didn't even know me before I had this formula working. You didn't care about me. You didn't know me. You didn't buy my books. You didn't support my movement. You did nothing. I got six jobs right now. What you talking about? See what I'm saying? So those dynamics, it's easy to criticize somebody without putting yourself in their shoes. I, I hear you. It's just like how I thought of it is like if they're around the millionaires and billionaires, they're getting some type of game. So I was like, you know, the rap is not everything. So I know there's other investments like housing, real estate, like how DJ Envy, you know, I'm looking at how they're doing it and they're killing the game with that and finding like houses for like 10 grand in, in Detroit. Not everybody has 10 grand, but I'm just saying like if we if we show people that there's other like Forex, like foreign exchange, like what I do on the side, I do that like you have the potential to make, you know, compound interest on that. But they're not going back to show like, you know, what is there outside of rap? Because a lot of these, a lot of them are doing stuff outside of the rap. So even though they can make money on the rap, it's like, you know, they can still make money out elsewhere. That's even more than, than the rap money and still do what they got to do. But they're not and come back to show the, the community, yo, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to say that they're done with rap. I mean, that mean that's their passion, you know what I'm saying? But it's like it's the same like, you know, negativity how I'm seeing. It's like the negativity and then they want to do that and come back and it's like one is a positive, one is a negative. So now they're still back at zero. So that's how let I was me, looking. I was let, me, let me give you some insight on something you said. Mm -hmm. Um remember when we said earlier that the millionaires entourage consists of broke dudes? that spend their own money just to hang out in the entourage. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Right. The billionaire's entourage is filled with millionaires. You heard what I said? Yeah. You heard what I said, mm. Clark? Yeah, I see what you're saying. The billionaire's entourage is filled yeah, you with You said the billionaire's entourage are filled with millionaires. Right, and some of those millionaires try to hang out and keep up with those billionaires just mm. for the excitement not for the investment. And some of those billionaires are suckers too. Got but, you. So don't, don't automatically assume or presume that if I'm hanging with a billionaire, he's sharing game. Sometimes if I hang out with a billionaire, I could take an opportunity that he's too busy to, to jump at. And that opportunity might make me 10, 15 million. That's too small for him. But I know 10, 15 million for me makes life a lot easier, right? So for the billionaire, that's crumbs. So being around him, depending on the type of man or woman you are, I'll settle for those crumbs depending on who you are. But don't assume that just because individuals is hanging around billionaires, they just kicking game all day. Oh, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Especially accidental billionaires. If somebody came to Dr. Dre and said, yo, you should do headphones, right? Somebody did do that, right? The, the, the head of Interscope Records did that. Said, yo, I think you should do headphones. It relates, you should do it, blah, 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 blah. It took off, made Dr. Dre hundreds of millions, right? Can Dr. Dre tell you how to invest, to diversify your, your portfolio? I doubt it. I doubt it. So we can't assume just because the money is there that they are informed about money and legacy building. 
got you. I you're right. That. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Roy Mayweather shows us that every day. <laughs> he's, the, he's he's the corniest millionaire in the world. <laughs> yeah, I just want to wrap it up. Um, I have more questions, but we got to go because we got um another one to go do. But um, all right, man. We're definitely gonna bring all you right. back on. Um, to talk about more topics. I see you next year. You only think about me once a year. <laughs> yeah. Nah, look, next year. Next year is in um two weeks. All right. I'm going to just promise you this, right? When I blow up crazy in 2021, I'm going to still pick up my phone when you call. Oh, okay. Save here. We're going to pick All up right. too. I'm going to bring you. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't be knowing me. Man. We know you. I know you. Know you don't <laughs> be knowing me, man. But this is Great Zach Tate, y'all. Um, tune in, man. Government Monday, 7 o'clock every Monday. Please, 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 if anybody's watching this, Go to Amazon right now and pick up Life Survival Kit. Your life will not be the same after you read that book. All the jewels that I know about getting through life, I put into that book. So pick up Life Survival Kit. You have a cheat sheet on how to be smarter than the whole world if you pick up that book. So pick it up from Amazon. We're trying to get that to Oprah Winfrey so we can get it in the hands of the whole world. So I want to thank For the Culture for having me back. You know, I'm sure this is going to be the highest rating show again. You know, I'm all for it, man. Anybody that wants to Let's smoke, do it. anybody wants to smoke, make sure you put them on the Zoom together and I'm ready, man. God bless y'all. Let's go. My brothers. All right, man. For the Culture.